0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Praise Jesus said, Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice as the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger they will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice of strangers although Jesus used this figure of speech the Pharisees did not realize what he was trying to tell them so Jesus said again amen amen I say to you I am the gate for the sheep all who come before me are thieves And robbers but the sheep did not listen to them I am the gate whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture a thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So today is Good Shepherd Sunday. It's a mystery and an image of Jesus that we emphasize on the fourth Sunday of Easter. And I'd like to start off by reading a little paragraph from our former Pope, Pope Benedict. Uh, And this is a passage that he wrote before he was Pope for a book called The Spirit of the Liturgy. And he's talking about how the most prolific image in the early church, so you're thinking about this development in early Christianity, what was the most prominent image of Jesus? And it was Jesus the Good Shepherd. He says None of the early images attempts to give us anything like a actual portrait of Christ as though he were just being sit, sat down and painted. Instead, early on in the church Christ is shown in his allegorical images, for example, as a true philosopher instructing us in the art of living and dying. He appears as a great teacher, but above all, in the form of the shepherd. The reason why this image, which is derived from sacred scripture, became so precious to early Christianity is that the shepherd was regarded as an allegory of the Logos. The Logos, through whom all things were made, who bears within himself, so to speak, the archetypes of all existing things, is the guardian of creation. In the incarnation, he takes the lost sheep, human nature, humanity as a whole, onto his shoulders and carries it home. The image of the shepherd thus sums up the whole of the history of salvation, God's entry into history, the incarnation, the pursuit of the lost sheep, and the homeward path into the church of the Jews and the Gentiles. I like this image that Pope Benedict gives because it sheds light on Jesus as the guardian of creation. Through whom all things are made. And so we have an anthropology as Christians which understands human beings as made in God's image and likeness. We are made in Jesus's image and likeness. Jesus is not, as the wider culture considers him, just another religious world teacher. We believe, always have believed, that he is, the, he is the Word, He is the Logos, through whom all things have been created and who restores all things. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. I am the Good Shepherd. I do not abandon my sheep." And so, we, the sheep, of course, from a Catholic, again, a Catholic anthropology, how we understand the history of salvation, the place that we're in now, is we had original sin. And so we fell as a species. And this created a wound inside of us, a kind of destruction that was fundamental to us in our human nature. And so that that hurt us. And so we do things that destroy us. Those things are called sins. and. Because, as a result of the original sin, which is wiped away in baptism, we have this thing called concupiscence, which is kind of we're drawn towards sin. We're drawn towards self destruction in a certain manner. Jesus came to restore us. And it's very important to understand what sin does to us in our own lives how it distorts our vision, it darkens our intellect, our capacity to see reality. And, of course, it blocks us off and isol- isolates us. It isolates us from ourselves. It isolates us from others. It isolates us from the rest of creation. It, a, a sunrise is not quite the sunrise when, when we're in a bad place existentially in a dark place, existentially, and it's a result of our own sinful folly. So Jesus is the Good Shepherd. He does not come to condemn us, he says that explicitly. He comes to grab us, put us on his shoulders, and bring us back home. And so, we can see if we just kind of logically, that word logic comes from the word logos, by the way, if we just kind of logically consider That all of creation was made through the person of Jesus Christ as the eternal Son of the Father. He's one of the three members of the Holy Trinity. And so all of creation, right? Here we're thinking about the Big Bang. We're thinking about the formation of the cosmos. We're thinking about the formation of the earth. We're thinking about the movement of life coming to be on our planet. We're thinking about the development of, human, of, of humanity throughout the process of evolution. We're thinking about the point at which God actually gave us what we would call our rational faculties, the soul. He creates us in whatever, whatever makes us human, that thing that makes us human. Free will, rational capacity. Think about this whole development all through Jesus. What this means is that Jesus helps us to understand reality. And the farther away we get from Jesus in his revelation, the farther our our eyes are darkened as a human collective, as societies, and the less capable we are of seeing reality. So as we move away as a wider culture from christ and christianity we start to see this darkness kind of ensue humanity as a whole we start to see a tremendous amount of confusion about what it means to be a human being and these are just kind of the classic controversies that we deal with from a catholic anthropology and catholic point of view these days human sexuality how we teach our kids about what it means to be a man or be a woman we're having all these battles in society in the cultures jesus desires to bring us back home he desires that we have life and that we have it abundantly that is the goal that is the goal and satan always wants us just remember the first the very first passage in Genesis, the very first few chapters where Satan tries to tempt Adam and Eve, the, sna- the serpent does, to see God as an enemy, a taskmaster, a tyrant, a ruler. That is not God. God created us to be with Him, to love Him, to have peace. This is what Jesus the Good Shepherd desires to do. That needs to take place in our own hearts on a daily basis. Just to be with the shepherd, to allow, to be docile and obedient, not to wander around like a goat. That's another scriptural image, Matthew. We want to just, we want to listen to the shepherd, be humble, allow him to restore our joy and make us full. He will do that. Jesus will do that. There's no one that he will not do that for who wants him to do that for them. There's no exceptions to that. Lord, we ask you to bless us and shepherd us in this Easter season. Uh, Shepherd our families in just these times of confusion that we live in where we dispute fundamental realities and our, our fundamental human nature. Please just govern us as individuals. Help us to be humble, to just see things as they actually are, to be close to you. Give us the lens through which we can see reality, the lens of seeing all things through the mystery of the person of Jesus. Help us to understand ourselves and understand others. Help us to not have ill intentions or become bad shepherds ourselves who are looking for our own good rather than the good of those that you've given us to take care of and shepherd. Help us to have pure motivations in all of our relationships and in all of our responsibilities. Help us to be like the Good Shepherd, willing to lay down our lives for those that you have given us. And help us to accept his laying down of his life for us. We ask all these things through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Good Shepherd. Amen. And let us take a few moments in silent prayer just to listen to and speak with the Good Shepherd in our hearts.